George Bruno with the 21 report. We are at the 21 summit in Orlando, Florida. The year is 2020. And I'm talking with Jesse Lee Peterson. Welcome to the show. Thank you, George. I appreciate it, man. Yeah. It's amazing. It really is, yeah, isn't it? Nice. Yeah. What are your thoughts about the event so far? Number one is that it is really good to see men running it and organizing it. Everything is just moving because normally the women take over and the men kind of sit back and do nothing. So that is really, really impressive. And number two, just see the men working on overcoming, coming back to the natural state. The speakers that I have heard have been amazing too. So you have great speakers. I mean, the whole event so far is just amazing. Yeah. It's really, really, it just, I don't know the word, but enjoyable, informative, amazing. A popular phrase in your work, with your work with men, is rebuilding the man. Yes. Tell me about rebuilding the man. Well, we have to bring back, we're working on bringing back God's order of God and Christ, Christ and man, man over woman and woman over children. Because if you don't, things will just get worse as opposed to getting better. And the women and children need the man in the same way the man need Christ. But in, this, in, in America, and I think around the world because I'm counseling with people around the world, that order is broken. So it's the woman that's over the man and, and, and over the children and things are just getting worse because the love, the light, the power is in the man. He represent love, he represent God, right? And so if it's not coming from above down through the man, it's not gonna work. But instead, if it's, it's coming from below up through the woman, through the men, and that's not love. Uh, women don't have love to give. They receive love. The stuff that they're giving out is anger, is hatred. That's why everything ends up so screwed up. So we're just bringing back God's order so that we can not only change the man, but change the family and change the country. You rebuild the family and society by rebuilding the man. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. That's the only way thing. I mean, I'm looking at Originally, we started out just for black people yeah. because I realized that blacks were suffering not because of racism. They have been saying, oh, it's racism, it's Jim Crow, it's slavery. And I'm like, no, it's not that at all. Yeah. Because I used to think the same thing when I moved to California. I, I didn't think that way in Alabama. Where did you move from? Alabama. From Alabama. I okay. grew up on a plantation in Alabama. Okay. And I grew up under the Jim Crow laws. And I never thought about it's slavery and all that because we had character in the family. You know, parents married, grandparents married, everybody working, they show, and they're treating people the way they like to be treated. But when I went to California, listened to people like Jesse Jackson and others, and they were calling it racism. And because I was so young, I believed into it. But then once I woke up, I realized it's a spiritual battle and not, has nothing to do with color. It's either right or wrong, good or evil. Yeah. And unless black people realize that, they're going to only get worse rather than getting better. You can't blame the white man for it. It's the, it's, it, the white man has nothing to do with it. Material things will not make black people better. They have to return to the father in order for them to get better. Hmm. You know, uh, we were talking before about you started out working with black men. Now you're working with men. All men around the world. Around the world. Around, it's amazing. And color has nothing to do with nothing it. Nothing to do with it. I counsel with men on countries that I didn't even know exist. Yeah. 
and it's the same battle. It starts in the homes where the mothers are in charge. And even if the father's there, but the father's not over the mother directing things, they would still turn the children, she would turn the children away from him, and the kids would grow up uh, insecure, angry, uh, hateful, subject to the woman, all kind of stuff happened. And so it's the same spirit all around the world. It's not just happening happening in the United States. Not at all. I, I was a little surprised to find that out, but it's a, and then I wasn't surprised, but it's the same spirit. Yeah. Then the destruction of the mother and then weakness of the father because he doesn't understand how to deal with the mother. What is the most common issue with men that you have encountered? Number one is that they all have an emptiness. They're yearning for their fathers and they all hate their mothers, all of them. I'm, I have not met one yet that loves his mother. And that's a common theory because when mothers impose her will on kids, she causes them to fall away from God, from innocent, and they wake up with an anger, anger, and you become subject like who might make you angry. But that's the primary problem. But then in between that, you have insecurity. They don't know how to build. They don't know how to work. They don't know how to deal with life in the right way. They have fear and doubt and all that kind of stuff. What is your commentary on the violence in cities? I live in Philadelphia, which is now the second most violent city in the United States. And our homicide count is right behind Chicago. Yeah. What's causing that? Um, What's causing that is the lack of guidance by men. And then the fact that uh, people now are afraid to speak up and tell the truth, especially if blacks are involved in it. Mm -hmm. And these cities are, the destruction is coming from a black, right? So I have this uh, new thing that I say now. If you want to destroy something, rent a black. But if you want to build, rent a white. Because it's happening around the country Mm -hmm. and no one is saying anything about it. They're afraid to speak up about it. White people are afraid for fear of being called racist and mm-hmm. all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And most black people, not all, not all, not all, not all, but most black people hate white folks. Mm-hmm. And so even the Christian blacks. And so they're happy to see what's happening to the whites. Mm-hmm. And so they're not saying anything about it. And now they're getting rid of the punishment of the law because these people don't have the law, of, uh, the laws of the heart to guide them. Mm-hmm. And so we need the law of the land to guide them, but we're taking that away and it's just going completely out of control. Mm. But it's because people won't stand up and be honest about it and deal with it. What's happening with fathers? They have been, uh, men, boys and men, have been on attack for a long time now, starting in the home, and then when they go out into the world, they're told that they're rapists and robbers and, and molesters and abusive and all that kind of stuff. And they'll turn the men into a female nature by making them convincing them they're girls. It's okay to be emotional. Men should be emotional. They're deliberately, and and some of them know I'm not aware of what they're doing, but they're deliberately attacking men, even when they're little boys, in order to uh, keep the light of God from coming onto the earth. They hate God, so they hate men, whether they realize it or not, because the man represents God. He's the son of God. And they hate him for that reason, so they're destroying men, trying to get back to God to keep the light from coming on. Is there hope for
for men. Yes, absolutely. And I see it here. That's what I see here this weekend, hope. Yeah. And, I, and, uh, and I, I feel confidence that things are going to get better because men have suffered so much. And now they're seeking how to overcome. Yeah. And when they overcome, the world going to change for the good. Yeah. And there are a lot of millennial men who are starting to wake up. They're forgiving their mothers so they, God can forgive them. And they're returning to their fathers. And uh, that is going to bring on a change in the world. And this has nothing to do with race. I didn't say is there hope for white men or hope for black men. It's men across the board. That's right. It's all men. Mm -hmm. And, you know, God said we all have sin. And so it's all men and all women. Mm -hmm. uh, But Christ turned it around so we can overcome it. Excuse me. And so that is starting to happen right now. And it is all men. Mm -hmm. All men. It's not about race or not about color. It's not about male or female. It's about we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against spirits and principalities and wickedness in high places. Mm-hmm. So it's about good versus evil. Mm-hmm. Men represent good and women represent evil. And that battle of evil is working through the woman to destroy the man who represent good, meaning God. And it doesn't, make, it doesn't mean that... Um, the women are less than, it just means that's the spiritual, what's happening right now, the spiritual order of things. Sometimes I hear the phrase uh, on your show where you're talking about uniting <coughs> the races. Uh, uniting the races with truth rather than dividing them. And what's happening is, we've been, for so many long, years, 70 years or more, maybe longer than that, we have had organizations like the NAACP and Jesse Jackson and Louis Farrakhan and other radical organizations dividing the people with lies. Oh, they hate you because of your color. They hate you because you have money. They hate you for slavery or whatever, right? And that has divided the races like never before. Well, when people wake up, it unites the races Mm -hmm. because they see it has nothing to do with color. Mm -hmm. It's about the spirit, it's about character. So we are waking people up, we're pointing them back to God. He's waking them up. And they can see, hey, it has nothing to do with the white man. It has nothing to do with rich or poor. It's the character, your relationship with God. Mm-hmm. Uh, Did you see any racial divide here at all this weekend? It didn't even cross my mind. And no, not at all. And yeah. we seem to have all races here. Yes. It was just men helping men. Yes. Fellowshipping together. Yes. Different conversations and just doing their thing. Yeah. Nothing about racism. It, it never, never occurs to me that there's black men here. Right. I look at That's guys right. like Elliot Hulse or Coach Greg Adams. I don't, f- it doesn't, it doesn't cross my mind, that's a black man. That's I right. look at him and I go, that's a man. That's right. It just doesn't <laughs> cross our mind. This is why I have been encouraging white people to speak up, stop being afraid to tell blacks and others that I'm not a racist. Your issue is not about racism. That is about the lack of character. I have nothing to do with your problem. Your family, your parents failed you. I had nothing to do with that. If white people started speaking up, that would definitely help a lot. Mm-hmm. But so far, they are afraid to do it. And now that we have Black Lives Matters out there, you heard of them? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Black Just Lives turn on the TV <laughs> or radio and you hear them. Yeah. yeah. And Black Lives Matter is a an organization that was founded by a bunch of fat, black, radical lesbian. Mm. I never thought I would see the day when men would bow down to them, mm. police officers, and, 
and the National Guard, and other bow down to a bunch of lesbians. Mm. I knew men were weak because they they uh, subject to their mothers, so they subject all women. But I never thought I'd see a day when they would bow down to lesbians. That's mm. the radical ones. Yeah. And so that's because men have not stood up. Yeah. That needs to change. And those Black Lives Matter people, they're mad at the wrong thing. They really are yearning for their fathers. They're looking for a father's love, but Satan is telling them that they need more stuff, material stuff, and they're making white people pay a price for that. Mm. Now you have an organization in Los <coughs> Angeles for men and then also a church. Tell me about the thing for men. Well, Bond is for men. It's the Brotherhood Organization of a New Destiny. And as you said earlier, we are rebuilding the family by rebuilding a man. That's for men. But I started getting all these women contacting me. Oh, I need help. You know, blah, 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 right? So we started working with women too. So church is for all people, the family, the everyone of all races. And every first Thursday night, we have meetings for men only. Okay. And the third Thursday night of the month is for ladies only. Mm -hmm. And then we do counseling and mm -hmm. uh, help find jobs. And we have a home in LA for boys, for men. Mm -hmm. uh, <coughs> and we uh, have an entrepreneur academy where we're teaching these guys how to start businesses and things like that. We started a credit union so we can loan them the money because a lot of them don't have credit. Yeah. And it just, I've seen amazing things happen over the last 30 years. Yeah. Uh, Where do you see yourself in five years? That's a really good question, right? Nowhere. I, I, the one thing that happened to me once I overcame the father state and returned to the father, I, I can see how to live in the present and forget about the past. It doesn't really exist, it doesn't exist or the future, but just let God will be done now and he will take care of tomorrow. If tomorrow should come, so I learned to just live in the present. As a matter of fact, when I, I've never had a plan for Bond. I, I had no written out plan. I didn't know what was gonna happen. It just, I'm just taking it on day by day. Yeah. And I'm, it just opened up by itself, really. Different things came about. And I think that how uh, uh, sons of God should live without a plan, because we don't know what we want. Of ourselves, we can do nothing. His will be done through us, mm. and we will represent him. And it's amazing what he would do through us. I love that. How can people find out more about you and your ministry? They can go to rebuildingtheman.com, rebuildingtheman.com, or jessieleepeterson.com, jessieleepeterson.com. Excellent. And everything they need to know is at those Everything, and then okay. some. Okay. <laughs> it's amazing. Excellent. Yeah, but check it out at jessaleepeterson.com or rebuildingtheman.com. Excellent. Yeah. Well, thank you for being on the show. Thank you for being here this weekend. Yeah. We hope to see more of you. And it was an uh, honor to meet you. Likewise. I was thinking of your brother. He's been taking us around. Yes. And he showed me this young picture of you, like 18 or 19. Yeah. Real tall, big muscles. Yeah. So when I come back next time, you and I are going to have to get in the boxing ring. We'll do it. Yeah. We'll do it. Two old guys in a boxing <laughs> ring. Nothing wrong with that. That's right. What Thank do you, you think sir. of my shirt? I love it. Your daddy didn't leave you. He left your mama. Yeah. Isn't that the truth? Daddies love their children. And when they leave, they don't leave their children. They leave the mother because they don't know how to handle her. Oh. But the mother tells the kids, your daddy left you. Yeah. And it's just not true. Yeah. Absolutely not true. That's something. Amazing. It is. <laughs> it is. You, Amazing. Uh, and you know what? 
the heck with the handshake. Get over here. Right on. <laughs> All right, thank you. I really enjoyed it. Thank you so All right. much. Thank and you. And thanks for your hospitality as well. Okay. That's amazing. You heard it here, folks. Jesse Lee Peterson.